0: From your perspective, what do you think schools could be doing differently or starting to do to help students with mental illnesses?
1: That's a good question. Um, I, I, I think it comes down to diagnosis and I think there's a philosophical discussion to be had about whether schools should be diagnosing. And if they do or are, you have to have the professionals on board that can do that. A lot of schools don't. so so then you revert back to, okay, assuming that there's no medical diagnosis happening in the school, what can schools do? I think number one is is to create a culture where students feel connected, where they feel supported, where they uh, where they understand the expectations, and where there's a, a a balanced amount of from a school's perspective of pressure, but yet, perspective and whole child focus. So, so I, think, I think that's probably, a, having a whole child focus is probably the number one thing schools can do to help with anxiety issues in students. And, and whole child perspective has a lot of implications with that.
0: Okay, great. Uh, what are some things that our school does that well that maintain a positive environment?
1: Um, well, I, I think there's a number of things. Uh, I think it starts with, uh, I think the way students treat each other for the most part, I think every school is going to have uh, students are going to feel at times like they've been insulted or they're going to feel like kids have been unkind to them. But I feel and I hope that our school, that that happens less frequently than at other places. I think there's a strong culture of caring community here. It's one of our core values. I think that comes across in many different ways. So I think, I think it's the, the way students treat each other. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's the way teachers treat students uh, for the most part, I think is very good. So I think that caring community aspect is probably the, the most important thing that we do, and I 'm sorry, what was the the, the question again?
0: Uh, what are some things that our school does well that maintain the positive environment?
1: Yeah, I, I think it starts with our core values of who we are, uh, how we treat each other, and the perspective we have about what education means and what learning means. And and, and and the fact that our goal is not to get you to Harvard. Our goal is that, that you grow in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and others. And so our perspective is, yeah, academics are really important here. Winning state championships is great, but it's about the person and it's about your growth and growing in wisdom and stature that's more important to us than anything. And I hope kids feel that.
0: Great, okay. Uh, what is one thing that you think our school could do differently to keep our school this way?
1: What could we do differently to maintain what we're doing? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think there's always things that we can improve and do differently in terms of maintaining a positive, safe environment for kids. Yeah. Um I think there's probably more we could do through our advisory program. I think advisory is good for community and relationships and that, that tight-knit group, which is a, another positive aspect of our school and, and creating that kind of environment. But I think we could be more intentional about curriculum or more guidance, or like maybe each grade level, we do you know, maybe more lessons each year through advisory. I think we could really use our advisory as a, as a delivery model for further discussion and relationship development and, and to enhance what we already do well right now.
0: Okay, great. Uh, what are some things that you expect from counselors at our school or from other schools to do to contribute to the school's community?
1: Well, I th- I think they I think number 1 is they have to be a strong connection point for students and a safe place to go to either receive help or to hear someone else's voice or input. Um, and to seek maybe help beyond their parents uh, and beyond our school and, and be a connection point for kids to other resources to help them. If if, if, if they can't form relationships with students and, and help students feel like it's a safe place to go and have a conversation about girls or boys or colleges or jobs or stress or anxiety, if they can't go to their counselors to do that, then they're not gonna go to anyone in our school. Um, so I think that's the number one thing counselors can do is to have an open door and and to be a safe space for kids. I think the second thing that they can do is they can be very strategic and and really targeted about the developmental stages that kids go through during their high school years, and and be uh, uh, proactive about helping to meet those needs through uh, teaching in classrooms and going into classrooms and having conversations about what counseling does and what kids should be thinking about. The college application process. Um, are there things that we need to prepare kids for beyond high school that they can have a significant role in planning that? I think that's probably the second thing they can do. And then the third thing they can do is, is just to, to know their kids and families really well. And just know their kids. And, and that starts in ninth grade and goes through twelfth, So that by the time the students ready to graduate those counselors know so much about those kids from personality to career interests to colleges they've been looking at and all those types of things. Um that's, that's important. So I'd say open door, uh, being strong resources in the school and then really knowing their kids well and loving their kids and focusing on them over anything else. Those would be three things.
0: Great. Uh, how many students would you say that a counselor should be able to work with? Like roughly? Huh?
1: Well, I've been in I've been in a public high school with 1,450 kids with needs that range from here to here, and and each counselor had about 475 kids, and I've and, and I've been in a, a private school with, with not quite that range of need, but a range of need like this where each counselor has 175 kids or whatever it is, uh, and and I think the lower the number, the better, um, but it's a matter of economics. And uh and, and reality is is okay you could have you could have a hundred kids or four hundred kids and spend the same amount of time on your job as a counselor. I've seen that happen. And and so I, I think what happens is is the number of kids you have determines the amount and quality of work you can do. So so in my previous school, Richfield High School, the counselor's they meet with kids as much as they can, but they're also doing a lot of different paperwork and it's a lot more to manage and with a larger caseload like that. Um, and, but they also have other resources they can use. They have a social worker, they have assistant principals that work on attendance. They have a lot of other resources in a bigger school like that. Here, our counselors have fewer kids, but they're able to have more unique conversations and really get to know the students. So to answer your question, I don't know, I'm sure there's research out there about the ideal number. I guess if I had to pick one, I'd say maybe 200 would be the most I would go. I think uh, 100 to 150 would probably be really, really good, but that's a luxury, and and most schools can't afford that. Um, There's kind of an uh, uh, economics—oh, I can't remember the term. I'm trying. It's an economic term, but regardless, there's there's a point of return where where the it's diminished point of diminishing returns and and uh certainly i think that you get a higher number of students the the more difficult it is to serve their needs and really make an impact
0: okay yeah uh going off of that the ASCA or the American School, uh, student counselor association recommends that we have 250 students per one counselor um however the national ratio uh is 482 to 1 how do you feel about this ratio do you think that uh you would be able to work with this many students at one time
1: no it's it, it depends on what you call what what your priorities are uh, a lot of counselors just focus on schedule changes and making sure kids are on track to graduate you can do that 450 kids using software and and having meetings with whole groups and and that's what they do in a lot of those large schools but if you want to do college counseling and you want to be there for students and provide resources and be a resource for them and their mental emotional and academic health and things like that Four hundred and eighty or whatever that is that's that's unrealistic it 's not going to happen so so kids aren't going to get what they need that's why I go back to my very first point, which is is what is it that schools should be providing? Should they be providing diagnosis? should they be providing therapy? Most people would say no because that's not what we're we're hired to do that's not our job. But if we want to have that kind of impact on kids when things go awry and they need support and help and all those things, the larger the caseload, the more kids are going to fall through the crack. And, and that's, that's why it's a, it's a gift that you and I attend here or work here is that we have a small system that, that really, it can happen, but it's very difficult for you, Amari, to fall through the cracks at Minneapolis Academy and either not be noticed or to not be supported in whatever your goals are. Um, If if we're not doing that, then something's wrong with us or you're not taking responsibility for yourself Uh, But it's really hard for that to happen here. And and when it does happen I want to know about it so we can make changes like you talked about earlier I want to make changes so we can get better at it But 480 is far too many and I think I gave you 150 is ideal. That's 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 a luxury That's a dream. Whatever number you said 280 or whatever they recommend I would say that's probably about right if you consider the size and scope of all the big high schools that are out there that's probably a realistic number, but I don't think it's ideal. I think ideal should be two um, below two hundred okay, yeah,
0: great. Uh, what do you feel that we could do to ensure that other schools meet the recommended ratio?
1: Well, it, c- it just comes down to funding it's all it's, it's it's all about money so so a school district uh, receives x amount of money from the board and and the superintendent has an operating budget of ten million dollars and they have two high schools, two middle schools, and five elementaries, and they give each principal, based on enrollment, here's what your staffing number is, have at it. And then principals have to decide how many kids in the classroom. Uh, Do we need fewer kids in this department and more in this one? And then you say, okay, we have three counselors. Uh, they're at 510 kids right now, but if we add a counselor, it's gonna cost us $110,000. where are we gonna pull that money from? So it's it's much more difficult uh, in public schools to just add people like that. Uh, but that's that's what it would take, is is it take more funding and a higher priority on counseling to make that happen. And I think there's probably a mentality of we just need enough counseling to cover this uh, because we have so many other needs, so it doesn't get exposed as much. But I think what you're seeing right now is is, At least a growing trend in awareness of kids with anxiety and things like that. I'm sure we had a lot of anxiety when I was a kid. I don't think it's changed that much. But I think the way things, the way kids think and process everything now is so different because of technology and they're so busy and things like that. Um, I'm guessing there is a little bit more anxiety. And, And so as that becomes more prevalent and schools begin to realize what helps fight that and help with that. Maybe you'll see more counselors hired, and maybe that ratio will change, but it's going to take more funding to do it. and And like anything, it's going to take a commitment by lawmakers and politicians and school administrators to allocate the funds and the time and the resources to counseling as a critical function to help students today. Okay. Yeah.
0: Great. Thank you so much. Yeah,
1: you're welcome.